0: evening and welcome to the next installation of the house 94th podcast um as you can see if you saw last episode your man was down in the dumps uh still battling covid but uh, i think i'm in the home stretch um but again hey welcome to the episode we got a few things to talk about today i'll give you a quick covid update we're going to talk about a couple other burning topics so this is going to be a good episode so uh start off with real quick uh give you the update from from Basically, um, i just, you know, I've been through my course, uh, talked to the health department yesterday. They called me to do their contact tracing, and after the interview, they said I was clear from quarantine. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, you know, the shit was, uh, it was unfortunate, it was unpleasant, and um, it's, it's to be taken seriously. You see, we got a, 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 a surge going on right now around the country. They talk about, you know, you need to cancel your Thanksgiving plans and all of that. I would highly uh suggested that being a good idea some advice you should take um and i still haven't hugged my daughter we got the abundance of caution we gonna you know continue to quarantine to the end of the week um just to make sure we keep her extra safe but the point is this shit this shit is avoidable man tighten up the masks and um you know just do what you got to do like i said my symptoms were about gone uh i still like i went to the store for the first time today because i was able to you know i got cleared from quarantine so uh walking around Costco and Whole Foods. The shit, I had to take a seat for a minute. It was uh it was a lot. The shit was like I was running a, a marathon or something. But you know, like I said, I got through it, had to go out and hunt for the family, you know what I'm saying? Bring back the hunt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the hunt in a box is Chris we used to say. And um, but yeah, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm in here. Temperature gone and uh everything is good. I did mean, I ain't even had to take no vibrant or nothing like that, but all jokes aside. Glad to be back in, uh, you know, getting there almost um, almost out of the woods. So hopefully by this time next week, I'll be uh, back at
1: 100%. Y'all
0: got any questions, man?
1: Yeah, man. So you got cleared out of quarantine, just simple uh, questions?
0: Well, I mean, well, pr- provided I was telling the truth, I know I'm telling the lady the truth. So right. by the guidelines you know, I've done enough quarantine that, uh, you know, I'm no longer shed virus according to CDC guidelines.
2: KB, you got any anxiety uh, as far as when you went out today? Apparently not, because you went out today. And did, did you have any anxiety about life? Or did you just feel like, oh, I'm relieved. I had it. I'm good.
0: I ain't gonna say that because I mean it look like I got the baby dose, so the, the gorilla out there somewhere, and I don't wanna I don't wanna deal with that motherfucker. So, you know, <laughs> I'm still got the mask tight, pants, <laughs> I'm wearing gloves and shit. So yeah. you know, I don't wanna have yeah. to be bothered with a, a worse situation than what I had to deal with. The thing that was most striking to me was like I was just hot a week ago, right? And you know, so what? It was all good just a week ago. No, I'm saying that, like, I was hot, right? I was walking around hot, right? And I, I had the shit, right? I still got, you know, some active virus in me right now, though I'm not spreading. But I just was noticing how, if I wasn't a person quarantining, you know, people get on the elevator with no no fucking mask on. These people, like, they'll get too close to you. They have their nose exposed and shit like that. It just made me keen, more keenly aware to how lax people are with this shit. And as easily as it can be spread, man, don't play, man. Cover your fucking nose. I mean, if I can cover this motherfucker, call B, you ain't nobody got no excuse.
3: Carl B. They they said they're immune in Atlanta, man. Those parties going on
0: full blast. You know what? Hey man, I'm more proud to them. They can do their thing. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? Um, if I wasn't if it wasn't for my daughter and me being uh, you know the age I am and being you know overweight and all this other shit going on. I might not have given a fuck, you know what I'm saying? But I'm the dude that I was straight out of central casting for the folk who wound up on ventilators. So for me, you know, I was taking it very seriously, but the, the course acceptance that I had, I can see how you could blow it off and be like, nah, this ain't shit. Now I'm gonna always respect that gorilla. I was talking about this, you know, I think he kind of in the closet. Now he's not still in the corner, but I still respect the shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And I guess people aren't. And if you had a, a mild case of it, you might say COVID wasn't a big deal. but We got
2: a t-shirt alert. What's I had that? COVID. Wear a mask. T-shirt alert.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, shit. It's, it just made me keenly aware of, of, of people and how lax they are. And I will say the anxiety was, it was heavy in these last you know few days. You know what I'm saying? As I was yeah. getting through the, the time that my doctor was saying that the symptoms were supposed to be the worst, that mind fuck was, it, just, it kept, it, it was real. And uh, you get to a point where when you are in quarantine for that long, whew, I mean, stir crazy. Ain't the word, man. It's, it's, this shit is it's a bitch. But you know, like I said, I'm uh, I'm somewhat free. I'm gonna stay masked up. I'm gonna stay socially distant. I'm not gonna have. It. I mean, Illinois in Chicago they're saying don't invite nobody to your house. I'm not definitely not having nobody over here. And I ain't going to nobody else's crib. I ain't going to no place else. You know what I'm saying? So, 2020 so call, is a wrap.
3: You don't know where you got it from still, right? Even with the contract. Well, you know, uh, not tracing, not exactly,
0: but yeah, not exactly, but shit, at this point, it doesn't even matter, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the shit. It, it seemed to have been a relatively mild case that I'm now, you know, getting through. And um, my daughter didn't get it. My wife is doing fine. So that's the most important shit, man. So, you know, but I will say this, the Chicago Department of Public Health, they were on that shit. I had a... An hour-long interview with them yesterday. They went down every contact I had made before I knew, like before I had symptoms, and they tracked my last two weeks. And they took numbers down, and they actually started calling people. Yeah, you know, ch- chasing people down, finding out if they got tested and all that. So, my hats off to the Chicago Department of Public Health. I think they're doing a fantastic job on contact tracing.
2: And you know what? <laughs> I, 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 and, and people that so got money, like over at my Chelsea, Chelsea. Uh, my uh, daughter's boarding school, they got yep. a device. It's a fob that they wear. And it, it basically uh, tracks. Let the them know if they're around somebody hot. Yeah, that are around. Did you you. Say boarding school. Yeah, she goes in mm-hmm. Massachusetts.
1: Did you ever
0: think that you would be this rich?
2: That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Uh, well me. Oh. And all Oh. The top school, brother. Yeah, it's a good school, real good yep. school.
3: Yep, that's Nobody a good school you, to yeah. the Ivy's.
2: He tried to downplay
3: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
2: Nah. Hey, but uh, no, nah, they got fobs that they're wearing. That uh, tracks the people that they come in contact with. So yep. basically, this uh, fob they wear, it records all that information. And your so, phone does
1: that too. they got an app for that on your phone. Yeah, yeah it's they in, do. Your,
0: uh, in your health record. But I, I mean, I looked at it, it's not active in my area. And I don't know how I try to turn it on. Well, I think it's supposed to like, like for me, I guess it's just gonna be in my health record now. So it'll be like, yeah, oh boy, it was high. But I mean, I'm not hiding now. I think you—they—they they say that you most uh, symptomatic the 48 hours prior to symptoms, because they were—they were strict about finding out who I've been in contact with, you know, the prior two days. And um, you know, I gave them all the information, and you know, they started calling people. So I'm like, yeah, the system works, man. Yeah, I
1: couldn't remember that shit. I can't you say remember what? what I did? I couldn't remember that. I can't remember what I did this morning. I can't remember what I did two two weeks
0: ago. Hey, man, you start looking at gorilla in the corner in the face in the corner, bro. You'd be surprised how uh, how crystallized your fucking memory going to get. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be a responsible citizen, man. Just trying to do my thing, you know what I'm saying? To help the community, you know what I'm saying? But uh, what's what, man? What? The
5: first they call me, glad you're back, man. Glad you, you, you're you looking good. The swag is, you know, uh, it's, it's getting close to 10. And um
0: sure, you know what I'm saying, my beard, beard it's kind bad of you little back, little man. Luxuriating again, you know what I'm saying? getting That's back right. to uh, getting back to normal. I feel good, I feel good. So the question, Carl. So so
5: in terms of mm-hmm. the mask and gloves, so would you say you've taken it to a new height with every time you go out, or you 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 your you, your your sense of alert man, of, 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 of that is stronger now?
0: Wearing gloves, wearing gloves like a cafeteria lady, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm shit you on know, here gloved <laughs> <little duck>. up. <laughs> Man, it's just so like they were saying those gloves <laughs> don't
3: really work that well because you end up touching all kinds of stuff, though.
0: Yeah. Okay. First of all, first of yeah. all, you use the gloves for an application, right?
3: Okay. So the reason yeah. why you
0: don't have your gloves on is because I'm back here. Let's say I'm coughing, sneezing, whatever. Shit, get on my shirt, whatever. I change my shirt before I go out. You know what I'm saying? And I might have inadvertently touched my face with my hands or something. Rub my eye. My eyes. i mean you know, rub my eyes and shit. You go wash your hands and you just put the gloves on just to be doubly short. You know what I'm saying? And right. then you do what you got to do with the gloves on. Then you remove the gloves and throw them away. Well, There's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers out here. I mean, shit, this nigga's putting on condos backwards and fucking, you know, <laughs> driving with your parking brake on. You know what
1: I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? I said to, right? I tried to,
2: to wash my hands
0: a whole lot. Oh yeah, different hand washing shit. Oh, my smell is coming back. I can't. Yeah, shit. I can. Uh, damn. Shit, all right. Yeah, I get smell my um uh, my fucking uh, magnificent cologne again. So this is uh, this is excellent shit, man. Garlic was the first thing I could smell, and then um I think I could smell some hand sanitizer, and then like I said, um this morning I could barely smell the cologne, but now it's kind of like getting back to you know I can smell that magic again. So shit, look at that. Into the musty nuts. No, my, I don't really <laughs> get that, but uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying so uh, said the stench yeah. of the moisty nuts <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I put on so much cologne, man. You know, I put on so much cologne man my shit don't never get like that it's always just permeating all at all times I just couldn't enjoy it for myself oh uh, okay, you got cologne on your uh, nuts now okay uh, <laughs> no, nah, you know I put on so much cologne man it just it just it's like the uh, it's like I got a cloud of dust like pig pen, man. You come around me, all you smell is Gucci by Gucci. As far as I can see and nose and smell. <laughs> all the other uh-huh. difference is I ain't had a drink in two weeks, and I'm still trying to, you know, keep my body pure. I'm not putting no toxins in my body, so I'm trading, uh, you know, fucking, uh, you know, Ice Mountain and, and uh, Essential Water for fucking uh, for Red Stripe. But I'll hopefully be back one day, but, you know, I've been about two weeks off on detox. I'm feeling great. Shit. Lost 10 pounds, all that shit, but, you know, I wouldn't uh, – I wouldn't advise anybody to take this as a weight loss program. You want to <laughs> this bullshit, keep your mask on, wash your hands, and stay at home, stay away from people. Man, fuck everybody. You know what? Just shut down 2020. We'll be back at you in 2021. We'll keep the Zoom going and all of that. So that's that. Absolutely. But yeah, glad to be back, man. I appreciate y'all's prayers and thoughts. I had a lot of phone calls from people. I really appreciate all of that. It's hard yeah. going through this shit, man. It's good to know people care about you. And uh, it's good to talk on the phone, man, when you're going through this shit because you, your mind just fucks with you. And um, being able to have a conversation with somebody can take you off of that, and, and just it helps you burn the hours because you're fighting the clock. So the closer you can get to bedtime and all that, so you just zonk out, and I think is beautiful. So I appreciate all the calls and, and texts and all the other shit while I was going through it, and you know, still not necessarily out, but y- y'all have been uh, y'all been a blessing, man. I appreciate it. So uh, that being said, we can get back into the uh, the regular hour. So we just had a. Um, another sad weekend because due to COVID-19 it's affected all of our lives. Uh, so much we've been talking about um, our homecoming was canceled. So we just said, um, you know, and, and, you know, they set up the virtual homecoming thing, which I think was a good concept. I don't think it worked out so well, but uh, you know, I think the concept was great actually, but it just didn't, it didn't fly. But um, we, uh, we would normally have been together this week and would have had probably like a live, streaming uh episode from the yard, but that was not meant to be. So just want to take it around the horn and, and get your reflections on missing homecoming and uh and you know what your plans are gonna be for next year. So, you know, cool. Just kick it off, man. Man,
5: uh it was you know, I'm I'm here in Atlanta. So it, it was challenging to drive by the campus and just seeing the streets just vacant, man. And I saw some guys from Atlanta man, um my house Brothers, they even went to the street over there, man, with the tents I saw the the I saw the <laughs> and I saw that
2: Got some chairs, <laughs> so You're man, like, I'm in the
3: same spot as a tent would be. I was
2: like, yeah, yeah. Guy, <laughs> yeah they, they, hysterical. yeah." Who was that? I mean, it Was some capos? That capos, nah, yeah, so yeah, that was Don baby. Cheatham and them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Deal, yep.
5: yeah. So, man, it was, it was. um it, it it was it was different, man. You know, because that's you know that's how we can get together, come together, major camaraderie, man, major love. So it it was challenging. I'm just looking forward to 2021, man, to do it bigger man. and stronger.
0: Lou, what you got?
1: <clears throat> man, um I didn't I didn't even check out the uh, the virtual. It's not the same, man. Um, like you said, being there in person. Talking shit with everyone, having some drinks, getting getting your eat on. So I didn't even, I didn't even check out the virtual man. It just wasn't. I checked out one of these online parties one time. wasn't my type of thing, man. Um, and for my own selfish reasons, I wasn't going to be out there anyway. Uh, so, um, uh, so hopefully, 2021 is is kinder, healthier. And uh, be back out there with my brothers talking shit, drinking. Carl, I got you beat, man. It's been, I think it's been a, two months since I had a drink. Um, Damn, that's good shit. And um, over the last year, I probably only had two in 2020. See, I'm, I'm focused on health now, man.
0: You know what I'm saying? I'm about to just try, you know, get my workout in order. You know what I'm saying? Start trying to stay up to drink. You know what I'm saying? It's my goal next homecoming to be out there with my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. that That's I didn't do that at reunion, but yeah. <laughs> at least this time, I hope they want to tell me I need to put my shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> now, and,
1: man,
2: that, hey, up, hey, hey Jake! Hey, hey, there's some local beers out there, local alcohol and everything. I'm always cool. The devil too. around,
0: man. It's always a devil,
2: and, and it's cookies. You, you the same buzz?
0: Hell no. Nah. I'm going to stick with my red stripe
6: in my champagne, man. I'm going to stick with that. Crump, pick it up, man. Yeah, man. So, first of all, I don't do no locale, nothing. But anyway, but, yo, this shit sucked, man. I mean, I had folks calling me up talking about happy homecoming. And I'm like, man, y'all get the fuck up out of here with that shit. I don't know. What's crazy is, is that folks was calling me. About two or three people called me, man. Folks, it was like, yo. Just sat it in a motherfucker, man. And uh, it's like, man, I had great hopes, man, especially, you know, kind of linking up with y'all fools. Um, But, you know, it's what it is, man, you know? And so hopefully next year we can get over this hump and we can get back to doing what we normally do. But uh, it is definitely hard, man, because just literally Saturday night, I'm just sitting in my basement listening to freaking whatever and just like man this is some bullshit by myself you know
0: yeah (laughs) i I was i was by myself too
6: yeah well you know so that's all i can say about it man she was sad bro you know
0: crazy you got thoughts
4: yeah my thoughts real quick you know for me uh obviously i miss y'all man and i know we do our thing weekly but and which is always good uh, but, you know, you missed overall camaraderie and, and brotherhood and friendship. So that was that was, you know, huge for me. But the other part and cool cake can appreciate this, you know, when with, with, you have a child at Morehouse or at Spelman. Right. And and you get a chance to partake of that with your child. You know, you miss out on it, you know, and
0: last, oh, yeah, two homecoming, last year. Yeah. Yeah.
4: The last two homecomings. It was cool to ha- you know, be down there with my son and. Show him shit, you know what I mean? And now he's a junior, and we, we missed out this year, you know what I mean? It was one of those, like, obviously I'm glad to have him home, but I would have loved to have really been in Atlanta with him uh, doing Homecoming Weekend because he loves seeing how we all interact as boys, you know what I mean? He's like, damn, Dad, like, these still your dudes from 30 years ago. I was like, yeah, these are my motherfucking, well, I can't say the N-word, ninjas, right? right? Now You know where I was about to go, but, you know. Yeah. He sees that, man, and he he seriously uh, respects and reveres that type of friendship and brotherhood that we have, man. And that was the other big part about missing homecoming. So I get that. JT, what's
0: up?
3: Yeah, no, it was definitely um, very sad to kind of, you know, experience it virtually to kind of understand. It. And I had been at, um, you know, homecoming for a minute. And so it was good to kind of connect last year. And then, like, okay, yeah, now I'm ready to, to get back in it. You know, when we when we ended last year and the wait 364 days, and then here we are with COVID hitting. You know, it it, it hits kind of tough. But what concerns me is that if you don't have a vaccination, you know, come next year, or everyone doesn't have it, how's homecoming even going to look? You know, like I like I, I I get paranoid just going to the grocery store <laughs> and to have all those people. It just it just it just dispels the whole purpose of homecoming now because we have this. this
0: this cloud over our head with COVID-19. So I don't know. Well, you know, we talked about before, my prediction is that if Joe Biden wins the election, um, he's going to restore trust in science and let the scientists lead the pandemic response. And I would expect that um, we'll probably be back to a a place of normalcy in May, right? Um, May of 2021, that's my prediction. Um, And I'm still kind of holding to that. Uh now the p- problem is gonna be from a psychological perspective. Uh man, homecoming is like sh- man, that shit is it's packed out yeah. there. I mean it's right. it's belly yeah. to back like middle passage. So uh and I hate to make that comparison, but that's the only thing I can think of in terms of being that close to that many people at one time, man. It's like you, yep. you are belly to back like shit, man, all the way through that giant. So I can't imagine wanting to be in a space with that many open mouths with, with dust, cl- you know, spit clouds flying everywhere. Right. Know, so everybody drunk right. and yelling and all that shit. So that's the only thing psychologically, it may not be that kind of thing, but I think yeah. homecoming may morph, man. Cause I think a lot of people this year, like my man Ken Jones in Memphis had an event in his place where he just had a small group of people, you know, the Memphis classmates who would have been the people that would have been in that tent anyway. Mm-hmm. They just came by the crib for a cookout. And he said, even though it wasn't like the whole thing, he said that it, it gave him that feel because it's the same conversations that we have at homecoming. You just don't get to see everybody. You know what I'm saying? The thing I like about it is you get to slap hands with dudes you don't usually see. You know, you're catching up on people, you start to see kids that the kids growing up and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and I like that part. But I think we're just gonna, gonna probably gonna morph into much more like it was when we was at reunion where you get with your crew. And you do, you know, you do the thing with your crew, and that's gonna be kind of like how you move around, I think. D Cloud, what you got?
5: Yeah, I don't I don't really have too much more to add, man. I missed it just as much as you guys. And but I didn't think about what, what uh JT was saying about how is it gonna look going forward. But I'm with you, call B. It may morph into just we get with the 94 dudes or whatever, you know, the dudes that came in with us basically, the 90 guys, as opposed to seeing everybody. So that's that's all I had.
0: Yeah, because I can imagine, like, when games are going to be full again. Like, I'm watching this game right now, and it's like, you know, 15,000 people in an 80,000-person stadium. You know what I'm saying? I don't know when we're going to get back to putting 80,000 people in there because I don't want to sit next to nobody right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my wife barely sitting next to me right now. I don't know gave her gave that shit. But, uh,
2: you know, yeah. I don't know when
0: we're going to get back to that. You know what I'm saying?
2: It's just like – the holidays, man. Homecoming, it was one of those holidays you look forward to. Christmas, Thanksgiving,
0: Homecoming. And uh that's that's a good ass point, bro. I hadn't thought about it like that, but that it is a holiday. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, we playing for that yeah. shit like like it's that's a holiday. It it that's
2: a great point, man. It is a holiday, man. Every, I mean, no matter what, you put everything aside, you clear the schedule, you clear after everybody saw your kids, you clear them out. And you clear everybody out, and it's just—it's
0: like Chuck. Look here, I have literally, literally flown from Tokyo to Atlanta for homecoming. Yeah. Cut my, cut Stop my week everything. Short. Stop from everything. Tokyo, yeah, to Atlanta yeah. for homecoming once before. And so, it, it granted,
2: I didn't participate in the uh, virtual because of other circumstances. You
0: didn't miss uh, nothing.
2: But uh it, I was, I was with. Uh, me and Jen was together. We, we kicked it. We had a good time. We kind of, we, we, we got our uh, a, a famous bottle of, uh, Casamigos and, you know, <laughs> and chilled and drank that said happy homecoming <laughs> and, uh, actually watched a good movie and I had to talk to a couple of people and stuff. Well, a lot of people on Friday and tending into Saturday, but, uh, uh that was about it. And then I'm just really – honestly, man, I just want to be patient and sit back and wait till we get back to us all coming together. Yeah, it's going to feel – we're going to have a little anxiety, but I think like most things, most anxieties, we get over it. So we just – it's just going to be – this is time. Time is always on our side, period. That's so were, sure. they still, were they Can't still having events this past weekend, Chuck? In Atlanta – yeah, Atlanta's wide open. D, you okay. could do what you want Atlanta. They I mean, could have had as far homecoming, far as homecoming stuff. As far as homecoming stuff, no, nah, they didn't. We were just okay. being responsible. But actually, okay. Atlanta would allow homecoming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Atlanta probably would allowed
0: homecoming. Okay. Honestly, but no, uh, it would have been an explosion. Yeah, it would
2: have been an explosion. Super but, spreader
0: event. Yeah, Boy. but we
2: we got some responsible people, Okay. and that's why people wouldn't. You know, they didn't do it. Yeah. So, but Atlanta definitely would have allowed. Yeah. The
3: the numbers are pretty, still pretty, pretty high. It says in Fulton County, you got almost 30,000 cases of COVID, 607 deaths. Yeah.
2: And Cobb County just went up. I think Cobb went up like over the weekend. Okay. The last couple of days, Cobb County has Cobb is 21,196
3: cases, 448 deaths.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, but you know, and that's as of what
0: today, yeah. Yep, it's only gonna get worse. So, <laughs> we normally talk about uh, we, every week we got to give a little bit of time to the cocksucker in chief and we talk about the main events. I think this week we might be able to get past it. I talk about his ass, man. So, um, but we do have a political topic to cover because uh, one of our, I think everybody would say he's one of their favorite rappers, or at least he was. Um, one of the pioneers in the rap game, one of the, the cornerstones of the gangster rap genre, which we all love, and, and that—well, maybe not for James and Lou coming out of New York with whatever that rap shit was up there, but for everybody else, <laughs> uh, NWA was a hey, cornerstone. Hey, my, it, hey, hey! You
3: better realize in Cube's first album where he went to get it produced, recorded. Okay, he went to yeah, New I York, baby. Yeah, you're
4: right. Anxiety, I
0: don't <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so
0: anyway, for all the rest of us non-New Yorkers, the NWA was part of our soundtrack growing up. And, uh, you know, most of us really grew up loving that, especially those of us like Chuck on the West Coast and, and us, D-Cloud, cool myself out of the South. You know, we all love Ice Cube. but um, And he went on to have a tremendous career in movies. He had a solo career. You know, he's a, one of the icons of the rap game. And um, it's shameful that he is, and this is my opinion, and we're about to chop it up. I, you know, I'll say my opinion for when we have our discussion. Ice Cube um, was in conversations with both uh, political campaigns with respect to his contract with black America. Right. And uh, as it turns out, the Biden camp said, yeah, we appreciate you. And we ha- oh, we actually have a platform laid out for black Americans. So we'll, we'll circle back with you after the election. The Trump campaign basically said, we'll entertain the conversation with you. and We would love to have you come in and, you know, and, and share your thoughts. Um, so we were going to talk about that because basically he got drugged in black Twitter and has been getting drugged in the black community, uh, you know, pretty widely. And he went on to the um, Roland Martin show and uh, tried to defend himself in an interview. And he's had a few other interviews and some other uh, Facebook lives and other, you know, events where he's had to try to you know speak up for himself. Um, so we just want to kind of take it around the horn and talk about what everybody thinks about ice cube. Uh, personally, um, I think he should be ashamed of himself. Um, I'm not in the cancel culture, so I'm not going to stop listening to no Vaseline and Jack of the beats and all of that. And, you know, all his other classic iconic hits, but ice cube was not who he was, uh, to me anymore. Um, the fact that he would allow himself to, uh, to even be in the in the party of, of Donald Trump and have a conversation about anything, I think is shameful and uh and serves us no no purpose. It serves no purpose to the black community. But we can get it into the back and forth, you know uh, well, Crump I would, well, let's go to let's go to Crump first of all, Crump loves the situation. He thought I Cube was uh, was right in what he did. Yeah so uh
6: First of all, KB, you know, I love you, man, teammate, but uh, I got to disagree with you, bro. (laughs) And I got to disagree with you because I think a lot of what he did was taken out of context. Um, I do agree that his methodology probably should have been better. He was, um, you know, I think he did get kind of taken advantage of. I think what happened is, is that he had his own contract with Black America. um, And like you said, you know, essentially, you know, the Dems came at them, the Pubs came at them. The Dems said, wait till after the election. The Rep- Pubs was like, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. And the, pro- the problem being is that we're three weeks from a le- an election. So of course they're going to pretty much take advantage of it and get all the, get all the, uh, heightness out and say, yeah, we got, uh, Ice Cube on our side. We got a black historical rapper figure, um, who, who was on the Trump side and, uh, Hater, what they say haters gonna hate and so i think you know he should have known better that he should have known that they were going to use the shit out of him. you know what i'm saying um but and that and I that's where we, i think
0: i thought say we disagree this no I'm, no no i'm, no, I'm
6: about I'm, I'm about to say however on oh your the Oh, is okay yeah 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm about to i'm about to give you all your props then i'm gonna Hang you out to dry. So this, <laughs> right, okay. so, this,
1: so this is what I'm
6: doing. So so essentially I'm giving you all the positives. So um, essentially, that's where we agree. Where I don't agree is that, um, I you know, he's made it clear that he don't give a shit else but about his people. Right. He don't give a Come shit on. from Come a partisan on. standpoint. No, I'm talking about Ice Cube. Okay, Ice Cube okay. has made it clear that he don't give a fuck. He don't care about, he, does, he hates the fact that they group, you know, us or black folks with all other minorities. He hates the fact that, you know, our civil rights has to be blanked in the, put in the same category as the civil rights for, for gays or women or whatever. And so, understandably, from my point of view, He's, like, he's, he's kind of a, a nationalist. He's like, I care about my people and my people only. And if you're down to do something for my people, I'm ready to listen. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where he was coming from. Um, I think he didn't give a shit whether it was the Dems or the Republicans as to who was about to help make stuff happen. I think he's looked at it as, hey, who is willing to hear me out? Who is willing to, to, to do what it is that needs to be done? help black america and i ain't got no problem with that because at the end of the day he's about his people that he's made that clear and so so
0: let me ask you a question mm -hmm. let me ask you a question yeah so let's say that he presents his contract to black america and trump says you know what i'm gonna take that hook line and sinker i'm with it i'm going with that would that would that mean that you would vote for trump
6: no i don't think he's made it clear he ain't voting for nobody because he doesn't no no i'm saying
0: if, if, this, if this meeting occurred and then Trump said, yep, I'm adopting it all, putting them on a platform, would that make you vote for Trump?
6: Absolutely oh. not. Absolutely not.
0: That's not my because point, so why th- I even, about even the No, 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 about,
6: no but, but the plan, the plan is he's trying to get somebody to get his platform. What is the platform that he's trying to get across? Helping black America. That don't mean I vote for you. You know what I'm saying? All you, th- all that is hell. I can use you just like you use me. You know okay. what I'm saying? That don't mean I'm gonna vote for
3: you. Yeah, that don't mean Chuck, none of that. Chuck, He's talking about the we, platinum plan that
2: Trump. Are we won. are we clear on which plan? They, the plans are totally different. It's a, no, no, it's a, no, it's a, it's no. A Okay, plan. I just you know, want to the make plans
6: clear. are totally different. We're not talking yeah. about Trump had his platinum plan. Cube had his contract with Black America. Okay, yeah, there
0: was and some overlap, so but they weren't the same. There and they
6: just is, and there is, and there are is overlap. Really? There is yeah. overlap though. There is overlap. The point Trump,
3: is is that Trump, let me ask you a question though. How do you get laws passed in this country? You just don't go to the president.
6: No, I, I understand right? that. And I'm gonna get to I'm yeah. gonna get to that point. I understand that. I get to that point. But guess what? You know, there there are ways, I mean, I don't whether or not Ice Cube knows it or not. Obviously things gotta go through the freaking Senate. They gotta get through the House. The bill he needs to understand how a bill becomes law and all that shit. But at the end of the day, He knows that your executive power is your most promising power and that with the executive power, you can put you can put strings on it to get what you want passed. Okay, And so, you know, if 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 he knows that and he's trying to take advantage of that, so be it. That don't mean you got to vote for him, because at the end of the day, if Biden gets elected, then I'm going to be I'm going to put his foot to uh, his feet to the fire as well. What are you doing? You know, I think what made what Ice Cube made clear was that he doesn't give a shit about politics. And I'll make this last point: is that my problem with Ice Cube is that, and to go somewhat towards your point, but a little bit different, JT, is the fact that politics means nothing when it comes to empowerment of a people. Republicans can't do shit for you. The Democrats can't do shit for you. You gotta be able to do shit on your own. Empowerment comes from within. And I stated before in the chat, I say it again now, it doesn't matter who is in office when it comes to the Jews and the Asians, because they understand that their power, whether it be economic or political, comes from their own community. And until we understand that, ain't no Republican or Democrat can promise you anything and you think it's gonna happen. So I think niggas need to understand that stop waiting for Democrats, stop waiting for Republicans to think they're going to bail you out, that they're going to all of a sudden be the solution to your fucking problems, because it's not going to happen. Out.
3: What, one one so. of the things that, uh, that he got some backlash for as well was from the Black Caucus, and they basically said that he took their plan, which they laid out back in 2018 on the Jobs and Justice Act of 2018 to advance black families in the 21st century. So, you know, if, if, if you're really about it, I think that you have to go through it the way that the, the, the constitution works, the ways laws, the laws work, you know, this is all hype, it's just smoke and mirrors, I think. You know, like if you're gonna really be about something,
2: do it the right way, that, that's my whole point about it. Absolutely. Uh, Ice Cube had a, he, 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 used, he misused his platform. He, it was poor timing. Misused his platform, poor timing. All he had to do, he could have done it a strategic way, just like James said, he should have linked up with smarter people because you can't always be the smartest person in the room and then flip the trigger and make a decision that you were just going to come out with this plan. He should have hooked up with smarter people and strategize and, and put it out at a good time. During an election year it was the wrong time. That's it.
0: The only thing is this, man, we're we in a I crisis right now. Still a
2: great, great rapper and a, uh, actor.
0: Oh this yeah, like another movie. Um, dude. <laughs> my only thing is, this, bro. To me, we're. This is a crisis situation, right? Um, and knowing Trump and how he operates and how the Republican Party operates, there was nothing to come out of a discussion with the Trump campaign. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely nothing. He could have put that contract out on CNN and got the same, or, or just regular media and got the same response. Trump now has used him to say he's endorsed him. And the average person's not gonna dig into it to figure out what's going on or listen to Roland Martin or any other thing that he puts out. So he got misused, I think. You know what I'm saying? This is what I think though.
5: This is what I think though. All right. So so Ice Cube is an entertainer. Trump is an entertainer. Fitzit is an entertainer, right? So you gotta think about think think about this. This is how I look at it. Now all of us know what CWBA stands for, right? Contract with yep. Black America. How many of us knew that beforehand? Maybe. Not very few. So yeah. I think it was all a media push. Like Trump used him, he used him. It's all about exposure, 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 right? So now after the election, so Trump, so Ice Cube looked like this. Hey, I want to talk about you know my people contract Black America. He got the exposure. It was on the news headlines. Everybody's attacking him on Twitter, and he made a good comment. He said, which is kind of true. I, the same energy you attacking me attack the democrats and republicans about getting some real things for black folks the same energy so i i think in his mind if i'm ice cube i did what i want to have i got everybody talking about me i got all this new news feed and and be honest whoever you voting for right now ice Cube ain't gonna change it Donald trump ain't gonna change it biden's not gonna change it we are all locked in who we we are all selected the lines we're gonna be with so with ice cube i got my plan out so after the election guess what this guy got a plan now. He formalized, get a title, give it to smarter people, and now he, ha- he has some political power, some notoriety to kind of push it forward. Because at the end of the day, this is all branding but, and marketing. But why now? Cool. But, oh, this 20, is just a perfect time. What did Trump say to black America? What do you, what have, to you
4: lose? have to lose?
5: What do you have to lose? Right. So think about it. The timing is perfect. We got it. We, the country is. Not only the company, is basically separated. It ain't divided, separated, right? So the timing for him to do this, think about this. For Ice Cube to go talk to Trump, that's why everybody was pissed off. He is the headline. Come over here, Ice Cube. He's the headline. And let's be honest. let's, let's, Let's call a spade a spade. Black people are the most forgiving people in the world. Okay, go he going to Trump. Look at look at what Kanye was has done. We still buying his shoes. He dropped a tape, everybody's still doing all that crazy stuff,
0: right? Please don't bring up Conway. I'm just I'm
5: giving an example. So IQ is definitely not Kanye. What? So he he his thing is contract with black America. I didn't know what that stood for before, but guess what? Everybody on the panel knows what CWBA stands for. Guess what though? Cool. Yes or no? Guess what? Guess what? Yes. But guess what? But guess what?
6: What's Ain't nobody, up? I bet you, unless Ice Cube stays in the news for the next two weeks, after the election, nobody would have heard of that shit. Nobody, but, people, be, exactly forgot about CWBA.
2: But, but, it, 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 but, but, Jay, but I will say this, it could, it kind of uh, sparked up, it's, it, you know, it, it, it ruffled some feathers uh, yes. with the activists, the people who feel like they've, they're out there doing the uh, the, work. the work for black folks out there. It it, it ruffled their feathers. So all these people that made all these comments that's out there calling themselves, they, they put in the work for black folks. They're doing the true work. Let's see if they do something after this election. Let's see if they step up and come with their own contract or add to uh, Q's contract. But Q, he brought it out. Like Q just said, it was it could have been marketing. It was a great marketing scheme because everybody paid attention and everybody commented. And then uh, Q, whatever, Q got a concert coming out this weekend. (laughs) You know, whatever. Might be coming out with a new album. So be it. He ruffled feathers. And let's see if everybody will come up with a better contract or follow through a little further. Chuck, they said the Black
3: Caucus has said that they tried to meet with him over this four-year period. They have mm-hmm. a whole plan laid out, 125 page proposal for Black America,
1: and he's doing it.
3: And, and they, and they say whatever's in his platinum plan, they they put in their plan. So he's taking from them, and same thing with Joe Biden and, and Kamala well, Harris. Well, well, let me ask you
6: this, JT: If that's the case, why haven't we heard about it? You know, and maybe that's where he's kind of well, pissed off—is that there's they're no not, movement.
3: He's, they're they're saying that he they've tried to get on his calendar, but he's he's not met with them before. This, for the last the four years. years. Where's their plan called, JT? What is their
2: plan called?
3: It's probably, I think it's called the Jobs uh, Act of, hold on, 2018. I got I to gotta find it again.
2: It, it, we, we can look this up on, uh, online?
3: Yeah, right. You can look it up online. it's written out?
2: So
4: the Black
3: Caucus is saying that Ice Cube didn't meet with them or Trump didn't meet
4: with them? Nah, like no, they, they're saying them. that
0: Trump would not meet with them.
3: Right, what? to go over the plan since his inauguration.
0: They've been
2: trying to do this for four years? They had this plan put together for four years and we napped it. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going yeah. to say. Okay, the, the news is cover 25
3: page proposal. What Carl B said, I ain't reading that shit. <laughs> that's what most people
5: say. <laughs> no, but think about it though. Trump is not going to do nothing for us. Come
2: on, man.
1: Wait, we know also, the place. Ain't nobody, nobody going to do, ain't 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 gonna do nothing
5: for you. That's why right.
1: here.
6: Nobody got yeah, people. That's what black America fails to understand is that. Neither party is here to do shit for you Thanks. unless you can show some type of political or economic power, which we don't have neither of. So we that's know. what it is. So well, your contract with Black America, a that, is a, that is a glorified, fight. right there, that is a glorified social handout. Yeah, and we Nick, have you the know, Black
3: Caucus, though, right? That's what their huh? job is. The Black what Caucus, man,
6: input. the Black Caucus is there, but they have not done anything as far as, if that's the case, where are our, our black reparations? Where are our, it. you know, what that ain't happening. There's no, a reason it's not happening. You know, and until black folks, and that's my problem, is that political parties are not going to solve our problem. So whatever the, contract.
0: Crump, okay, hold on. What's yes. the solution there? What's the, Who's going to solve it? Oh,
6: my solution? Oh, I've got the Crump agenda.
0: So Okay. Hey, listen. before.
5: Hold Before you talk about it, have you presented this to the Biden campaign, the uh-huh. Trump campaign?
6: <laughs> Actually, I haven't. But I've, I, I have introduced it to my local state legislators. Okay.
5: Let's go. Let's okay. go. Let's go. All right. Hey, so
6: hey, look I look wish here. I had a copy. Look, you- I wish I had a copy of the of my agenda. I could send it out to y'all so y'all can review it and we could talk about it. But it's, if I can remember everything on it, because it's something that I actually drafted back in 2016 when Trump first got, first got elected. And right, essentially, a it, so some of the manifesto reads as though, so we are, there are like three to five branches. I can't remember everything. So there's like an entertainment branch, right? And the entertainment branch is
0: simply- gotta have our gotta you know, have our record labels.
6: Right, yeah, so the, the folks who have the platform, who have the money- who have the ability to kind of reach out to the masses um, are the entertainment branch, right? Those are whether they be the NFLers, the NBAers, the the LeBron James, the Malcolm Jenkins, the Ice Cubes, whoever it is, that's that branch. Then you have the lawyer kind of branch, right? The lawyer kind of lobbyist branch, kind of like the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. Um, And then you have your business community. Right. So anyway, you have there's there's two more. I have to actually have the shit in front of me. But in any way, any event, we are essentially every branch is responsible for performing a duty. And that duty is to reach back within our communities and start advocating for black businesses, for advocating for for self-education, meaning opening up our own schools, just advocating for that. Right. We're putting money aside so we can create that. And so if we do that on a mass scale, right, then I think that you start creating, we can start creating these little empowerment zones within our community. So let's say you have Chicago and you get all the black businesses, and all the guys coming and all the folks from Chicago who are entertainers or whatever, that have pool, they all get together and they invest. You get the folks from DC, New York, wherever, you already all have it,
0: creak- brother. It's called 53rd Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, Trump,
3: yeah. Trump, have you seen the, the Biden um, Harris two pager from the Black community? Have you seen no, that? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Okay, it's two page. It, it talks about what you're talking about: Black businesses, entrepreneurial support, right? And they're going to give this 150 billion dollar new capital for opportunities. It also okay. Talks so wait, about I got a question.
0: Control. I got a question about that because the plan yeah. the plants is the same thing. But here's my question, right? I, right. I, would, I would question Biden and Harris just like I'm going to question Trump. I look at the Biden plan, at the, at the platinum plan, right? It is 3 million new jobs for the black community. My first question is, so what are they going to set up an agency where we can go and light up and say, hey, I want one of 3 million jobs? Of creating 500,000 new black-owned businesses. Okay, so was the SBA got like a black line and we just called and said, hey, I'm black. Uh, you know, is it was the first come, first serve, first 500 blacks to show up, get a business? Uh, increase capital in the black in in, increase access to capital in black communities by almost 500 billion. Okay, so when I put a black, I'm black on my application, it's approved. You're gonna waive the credit score requirement. I'm trying to figure out like how any of this shit happens in real life. Oh, yeah. Safe urban neighborhoods of highest policing standards. What you talking about? Stop and frisk. Um, commit to working on the second step act. I don't know what the fuck that means. You get out of jail and they're gonna help you when you get out of jail, I guess. Better education, better job training opportunities. Fuck out of here. Give black churches the ability to compete for federal resources in their community. They just need everybody to tie. they'd be straight. Bring better and tailored healthcare to address historic disparities. You're like the Tuskegee experiment. Uh, immigration policy that protects American jobs. You go separate Mexican mothers from their breastfeeding babies. They're talking about, they ain't got shit to do with us. That's, that's a build a wall shit. Advance home ownership opportunities and enhance financial literacy in the black community. What <coughs> What? You saw so again. Yeah, I, you gonna I release, get it. K.B. This shit scores, doesn't even but,
6: sound. Oh, it, this shit sounds yeah. extravagant
0: and not even right. Own-story manufacturers <laughs> to advanced jobs, and develop opportunities for black-owned businesses. More bullshit. Ain't no jobs being onshore. Fuck out of here. They're not putting no damn, uh, no damn manufacturing plants in Englewood in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. This shit is all bullshit, man.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, you know what though? Whether we agree with any of these plans
4: and what they're going to do, I think to one of Crump's points you you know where we can't rely on either of these parties to do anything for us we got to learn to pull together like these other ethnic ethnicity, ethnicity groups the Asians the Hispanics even African people they form their own communities and they do within their communities to achieve what they want to achieve yeah. and we've had that blueprint for decades now you know it's not the first time we've said that we as African Americans need to pull our efforts together And really, instead of tearing Ice Cube down for his method of doing things, there needs to really be a rallying around either the plan itself or we as African Americans saying, hey, look, we need to collectively do this. And I think like Crump was laying out with the different groups from entertainers to lawyers to bankers, whoever, there needs to be that cohesiveness amongst us to effect the change we're looking to do. And so I'm saying all that to say, we shouldn't be spending so much time focusing on if Cube did the right thing or not. We need to be thinking collectively so that we can, within ourselves, be our own movers and shakers to get who's ever in power, whatever political parties in power to do our bidding. So
0: that's yeah, my you know what i But, does like, but what does like that look like, I mean, we, we, we don't even like Howard dudes. So we got to start somewhere, James. You know what I'm saying? We don't even no, no, like no, but I'm saying I mean, that. But Hold
2: on, hold on,
4: but James... You yeah. you right to ask what does it look like? It just needs to start, man. We look, we all from different areas of the country, and the same thing I just said, y'all heard in y'all communities. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This ain't nothing new. Crazy. So Crazy. so so when you say what does it look like, we just yeah, we got to start it somewhere. Shit, right. you well, you want you want to go on, somewhere in the bus?
0: I got a question for Crump. I got a question for Crump. So I actually like what you're saying, even though we always at odds. You know what I'm saying? I like what you're saying, and. I agree that the only way to get to the blacks, you got to have somebody with with a shiny object ball, jumping or singing or something to get their attention. I, I agree with that. How do we like mobilize what you're talking about to make it happen? Because I think those are, because I get the point about the different pillars. You got the business pillar, entertainment for the marketing piece of it. You know what I'm saying? You got to have the finance part. You got to have education, all those things. But how do we start mobilizing those resources to make this kind of stuff happen? I think and, those And maybe this the, is another I, episode, you know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah. I, I think those with the resources, um, need to kind of, they're the ones that because they have the ability to reach mass appeal, they're the ones who are really going to have to start it off. Um, whether it be the ball players, whoever, but it's going to take folks like who are have a sense of self, like a LeBron James, uh, Colin Kaepernick, those types of people to start, uh, one, start doing the funding, you know what I'm saying? Which they already, those two individuals have already started doing, um, and then start creating the mass, you start creating the mass appeal in the community where it becomes cool. Right? Everything in our whether we be youth or whatever it is in our community is kind of geared toward what's in, right? So it's gotta be something to where we have folks who are be able to make it look like, okay, this is the something to do, but not be a fad, make it happen for over a long period of time. And I think that's where we start. And when they start you know if people start looking at them as our leaders and start injecting and, and investing uh in the community and those with the the know-how whether it be the lawyers or whomever who are able to you know essentially get the legal uh jargon together uh then you have those with the in the business community you know who we need to support you know i think people at some point there will be a tipping point but it's got to start somewhere, like Quasi said. I mean, we don't know what it ultimately will look like, but we've got to be able to start from somewhere. And I think you start with those who are able to fund it because, you know, I mean, if we just rely on the community itself. You know, they just don't, we don't have enough money. But if you look at every other community, whether it be mm-hmm. Jews or whatever, it's always those on the top end who start, they work themselves up to get to a point, and then they reinvest in their community. We have those people, but what happens is is that they want to go and integrate into other communities and they forget about their own communities. And then it, you know, whether it be investments, whatever it is, they divest their interests and their resources from our neighborhoods, which does nothing but give us a disservice. Right? Yeah. If you uh, have those same me, brother, athletes...
0: But, uh, excuse me, brother, but I live in Wakanda, thank you.
6: Yeah, I know. I live in PG County, or otherwise
0: known that. as Gorgeous Prince that. George's. So it's, <laughs> it's only it's only cool to live in Buckhead, you know what I'm saying? With else. The coolest one is like the in the you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sprawling I remember, I remember a his roommate. His
3: roommate. His roommate was, was
0: you.
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's cool, just... I know. This sprawling estate in this gazebo out there, hey. you know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah. But see, the thing is, folks like cool it,
0: it was have to be way. able
6: to start. And this is no take on cool, but but they have to be able to whatever. Even if you live outside of the community, you got to figure out how do I, you know, if I do business, if I have a business, how do I make sure that I'm creating jobs in the community? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then whatever resources that or whatever monies that you are making, that it's being reinvested in the community. You know what I'm saying? So I should if I had an opportunity to live in Potomac with a big ass sprawling mansion, maybe I'd do it. But I damn sure not going to take away from investing in the community. Because you know, if we don't invest in our communities, then shit, nobody's gonna invest in us. So that's essentially and that's essentially where we are.
0: Yeah. Damn. Well I, look here, man. And, and here, you know what?
4: Let me let me add to that too. Um you know, like I said, we got to get to some start, point. I was actually looking up some information on the Congressional Black Caucus. And please don't hear me like I'm laying this at their feet. Right. That's an organization that's been around since 1971. And for, for the most part, most people don't don't know much about the Congressional Black Caucus. For, for most people, it's considered, I hate to say it this way, just a big annual party that happens in September here in D.C., and so we got to start with some type of organization, whether it's the Congressional Black Caucus or whoever, to be that foundation to bring everybody in, to pull the efforts, to have just a starting point. I'm saying Congressional Black Caucus,
3: but it could be any other type of organization as well. So, Yeah, I, I think two, two, two points I want to make. I think you have to invest in education. And, and to Crump's point, you got to have access to capital to reinvest in the communities. Those are the two major things that you got to continue to push on. Uh, right. What's up, Lou? Go ahead.
1: Hopefully it reminds me of uh, in our first episode, uh, Silver uh, Civil Rights with Hassan Jeffries. And I posed a similar question. And he said, We got to start with ourselves. I mean, we're talking about. Um, shit, we all rich. So, shit, that, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, it starts <laughs> with sl- the seven brothers and five brothers who was on here. Um, Collectively, with ourselves, and then we spread from there. Um, I mean, it's ultimately what Crump uh, has said: we can't go looking at somebody else, even if they're within our community. Um, we got to start with ourselves and work out from there. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah,
6: and that, and that's, and that's what people don't understand, man. I, I just don't get it, man. You can't, you know, political power does not come unless you have that economic power. So nobody's going to give a shit about you. If you ain't got money to lend to a campaign, or if you ain't got the money to pull, uh, you know, re- your resources together. I mean, without economic power, you're shitless.
0: You ain't got shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, so obviously is right now, man, what we need to do is get through these two weeks. We need to get the, the get this election past us, get a full democratic Congress. And, uh, and let's legislation over litigation, man. Let's, let's make it happen. We got two years to make this shit work. Let's see what the Democrats do. Hold that feet to the fire. Hold them accountable. But at the same time, we got to mobilize, you know what I'm saying, our voter registration, education, mobilization efforts. And we got to organize these with our with the Congressional Black Caucus, the different pillars that you were talking about in the black community. And, and basically just get our shit in order to be ready for 2022 you know, and beyond. So that's but let me stayed. ask you
6: this, KB. This is yeah. a question that gets posed to me all the time. Yep. Um, are we voting Democratic because of the person, or because of the principles?
0: Uh, principles. I'm voting Democratic because I don't believe in separating uh, women from children at, at the border. No, 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 no. More...
6: See that? See? Yeah. No, that's that's not what I'm saying because that's that's based on the person. That's some shit that 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 that. that that Trump
0: did—that's that's policy. Right. But go ahead. All right. Okay. Right. No.
6: But but no. But if you look at it, Obama did okay, the, the same thing.
0: Not. It wasn't policy. It wasn't meant as a deterrent. Okay. No. Well, no, I'm me, just
6: using that as an example of okay. you know he okay, separated ch- children and family say, and all
0: that. Not to the same extent. It's not a moral equivalency. But let me let me let, oh. let me take a different a different approach. I vote Democrats. Vote for Democrats because I don't believe in or down economics. Is a theory. I don't believe that works. Okay. Um, I don't believe in conservative judges. I, you know, I don't believe in like, you know, you got freedom unless you disagree with what I think freedom is supposed to mean. I, I'm not with that. So for me, it comes down to their, their governing philosophies and those kinds of things. I don't care who's in office. I don't care who's running. It could have had uh, Bozo the Clown, uh, Pee Wee Herman. I, you don't care who was standing in a Democratic ticket. I was voting for him because I don't believe in what the Rep- Republicans believe in fundamentally. Right.
3: So, so historically, but no, Trump, historically, blacks voted Republican heavily. Right.
6: Right. No, I understand that. I, 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 I am a history buff and I get yeah. on that. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is, you know, from a principle standpoint, Republicans bring, believe in free trade principles and lack of government regulation in order to promote capitalism. Right. And so you got a bozo that's in office that it doesn't matter how much of an asshole, how much what he does as far as his policy on, you know, uh, uh, separating children, as far as appointing conservative judges. All that shit means nothing to them as long as he is about free trade and lack of government regulation. At the end of the day, that's all they care about. And they will vote for him because of that, even though they think he's an asshole and all that. And so that's where yeah, the
0: Republicans want big business to run, run the country right. and to continue to feed them high donations so they can stay they can maintain power. And they that's the, I have power. a problem with that. Okay. I have a problem with that. Because okay. nobody's doing anything. Yeah, and, and, and it. I and I
6: and I do too. I think I think that uh, I think about people, I think the difference between not necessarily the parties, but I think the difference between a lot of conservatives and liberals per se is that. A lot of conservatives are selfish and they think about themselves first, whereas yep. the liberals and I don't necessarily agree with liberal policies that either. But the liberals are like, I want to save everybody, but they're saving at, at— To what extent does it actually hurt you? You know what I'm saying? And so they're all about oh, you know, because the same liberals that are out here trying to save, you know, me and, and like living next to me are the same motherfuckers that's gentrifying the shit out of D.C., and out of all the cities across the country. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, so,
0: that's why you should move to Wakanda, brother.
6: No, that's why I'm in PG County, whereas, you know, well, like yeah, I said, it's for yeah, Georgia.
0: Same thing. <laughs> well, this but is I'm what just say. saying what, is, you, what you can look for from, from a Democratic Congress, if you've got a Democratic House, Senate, and presidency, what you can look for in the first two years is uh, Obamacare 2.0, where they're going to they're rewrite it redo it and make it stronger and get rid of the Republican bullshit that was in it that Obama uh, put in there very naively. You're gonna see Common Sense Gun Reform. You're gonna see infrastructure spending. You're gonna see tax reform that's gonna work for everybody. I think you're gonna see a lot of really good well. legislation is gonna come out and the government's finally gonna start to work. And it's not gonna be anything radical, it's not gonna be anything super left wing, it's not gonna be socialism, but I just think you're gonna see government finally working.
3: Hull, are, you, are, you, are you also
6: hey, saying that's that assuming you're, that the senate that's assuming that all
0: all houses are there? Yeah. The house and the senate. the senate. Yep. I said the hey, house and the senate. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, so let gonna, be, uh, filibuster let me, let me day one. Filibuster is gone day one.
3: Right.
4: Let me throw something out here real quick when we talk about um, our need to do things within our own community and ourselves. Yeah. I'm reading this report that says that black spending in 2010 was 961 billion and, and that in 2018, yeah, but we sp- the we shop. We spent an estimated 1.3 trillion I mean, you think about that kind of number. And so, again, to, to Crump's point and all of our points, right, it starts with us. You know, we got to invest in us. we got to start that kind of economic power, man. Whether you're looking for your 40 acres in a mule or not at this junction, white people are like, yo, you got a trillion dollars? Y'all got some shit within your community. You know what I mean? And you can start doing for yourselves just like, again, these other ethnic groups. So I just throw that out there. Since I'm a money guy, numbers guy, you know, that's a that's a pretty big number to look at for our people.
6: Yeah, I mean, that, I that trillion dollars, that's, that GDP is probably higher than, you know, the uh, the rest of the freaking countries combined. I mean, mm-hmm. not countries,
5: it, but... Uh, at no, least. that's right, that's right, that's right, Crump. We'll be like the ninth richest country in the world.
6: Ninth yeah. richest country in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's crazy.
5: Yeah. So this is the thing, though, guys, so like Lou like, like said earlier, you know, it's we we on the call. We talk about enterprising. We talk about business because that, at the end of the day, we can't pass a job down. We pass business down, right? So that's what I I think that is so important. Like the first call, man, us on this call right here. What you know? Look in the mirror. What can we do? In our hands, you know, what I'm saying? in our hands, right? Friends what can we do with these things? Entrepreneur. Hands? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, because Carl, man, Carl, man, you, you're brilliant. You've been in the insurance business for a long time, man. One of the smartest guys I know, man, our leader, fierce leader on the podcast. Carl, when I look at I'm you, just Carl. I'm just talent, but I'm just talent. Exactly. <laughs> a hell of a talent. So, Carl, like, as far as that, in, that intel in your head, how can we monetize that for Carl B Insurance and Investments? Whatever you want to call it. What does that look like? Okay. No, you're right. Shit. Cool, cool, Michael. It
3: was funny. It was a picture they had like all these rappers, Jay Z, um, whoever you name it, and the and the caption was, "Not one hospital, not one insurance company, not you know, what other business you think that can help us in that crowd?"
5: Yeah,
4: and you know your boy MJ did that though in, in North yeah. Carolina, and that it, it got a little news coverage, but they really don't talk about it much. What's that? Michael Jordan, he opened up uh two hospitals yeah. in
1: Charlotte.
5: Yeah. And yeah. then we got a, you know, we got these these lawyers here on the thing. Crump got he this, just his
1: donated
5: his business. He's a dope, yeah. And we got a lawyer Crump is, is, is a probate lawyer. How can we all use our mind? How, how, how can Crump become the biggest probate estate state, lawyer? No, I'm
6: not a pro I'm not a probate lawyer, first
5: of what type, all. What type of lawyer? Right? State lawyer,
6: right? I, I do estate planning and I do civil litigation. Get that
5: right. So how can how can you become the biggest guy in Maryland on the East Coast? What does that look like? Is that marketing? Is that billboards all the way I from I95? How can we? Yeah, big? I don't
6: see. I don't. I don't. I don't think you got to be the biggest. Like, like what I'm saying. How can we
5: generate takes- more revenue? There, this is, say not the biggest. How can we? How can how can we go from a million dollars to ten million a year?
0: Let's just take the incremental stages. Looks like we need, to, Malika, like you know we need no. to be our guest next week. Huh? Looks like we need to get Malik to be our guest next week.
5: You know what I'm saying? So these she are she things she that
0: we can talk about. All you know I what, think, mean, what i I
6: mean, I think. I think it just comes to that. When you think about a lawyer, you think about an insurance person or a financial advisor. When you think about your doctor, all it takes is us investing or using those people, regardless right. with how many of, you know, how big they are, you know what I'm saying? Cause they'll grow as you invest in them. They'll grow. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and so and- that's, it's not even about me advertising. Cause I shouldn't have to do any advertising, you know, which I really don't actually at this point, but if you know who I am, you know, okay, Jay's is going to handle my estate planning or whatever, then you're going to go to him. You're not going to go to somebody outside the community. Exactly. And so they ain't got, and Jay ain't got to be the biggest, you know, the, with the freshest office building, but you know, he has the intelligence and you know, he has the work ethic to get what it is you need done. And so you go to him because he's in your community. You don't go to some other jackal who's outside your community and that's all it takes it takes us but you know when I first started practicing law especially when I first started opening my when I first opened my own practice there was this whole adage where the white man's ice was colder than the black man's ice you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and what I realized is that in the beginning I thought that was true like black folks really are going to white folks because they believe niggas don't handle the job, right? I mean, and in some instances that is correct. They literally, we literally will not fuck with our own kind because we have this predisposed idea that we're not as competent. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of people don't even know black lawyers. You know what I'm
5: saying? You validated my point. It's marketing and branding. Cool. Yeah. yeah. My
6: point is is that is that you don't have if you know like, for instance, when I mean, they don't know a lawyer. They know they know the guys on the billboards like you to your point. They'll see the white male or the Jewish male on the personal injury billboards outside right on the interstate or whatever. And that's the note. That's what they know of a lawyer. It's like Wakanda, places like Prince George's County. There is a plethora of black lawyers out here. Plethora. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's abundance. And so if you don't know know a black lawyer, it's because you choose not to know a black lawyer. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And it's because That's a good
0: point, actually, when you were in the black community, right? Because like I was just thinking about some of the bars and stuff we hang out at. It was literally like the business track. Whatever you needed, it's like, oh no, a man down our bars with lawyers. Yeah, my man is in the yeah. My man does taxes. you, man. What?
6: You go to you go to Jasper's. Quasi will tell you about this. Jasper's is the place that everybody hangs out in Prince George's County. And It'll be the judges up in there. You mm-hmm. will have the bankers in there next to the yeah. thugs. Next to the, the niggas wing, yeah. got shit, like everybody coalesces in this one bar. Yeah. So, it, you know. That,
3: that place that sells those chicken wings?
6: Yeah, 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 sells them. Yeah, the chicken wings. And so, you know, the people don't says- know because they stay in their own divide. They stay in their own system. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to get out of your your group, right? And it's going to take folks both on whether it be if you're on a lower income side or a higher income side, getting out and getting involved in the community and knowing who your neighbors are. And that's what the problem with black folks and I believe with the black middle class, too, is is that we tend to move away from our communities and we don't know the people in our hoods and stuff. And that has to occur in order for our communities to develop, because. The black, the 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 the, uh, the average black man is not going to know an attorney if you keep if you're not hanging out with them. You know what I'm saying?
5: But, if you're not in the hood. Okay, so so, so just take. A, let's look at this. What's going on right now? So we got massive gentrification. So I, I'm so we developing building houses. You know, renovating and and I see the neighborhood changing. Right, I see to where when I'm buying people houses to where you know. I leverage it. Hey, man, you know, Miss Jones, white boys be there. I'm there. Right. I got to win the deal. Right. So so I'm, I'm so I'm always in the community. Right. I'm talking to council people. You know what I'm saying? And in my business, what I found for me to work is really a bunch of Facebook marketing. Right. So marketing, 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 marketing. But I'm looking at our neighborhood. These areas that used to be our neighborhoods are being massively. I mean, just get, all these liberals are moving in right and the poor the, the the blacks did and i'm talking about atlanta for, for right now and the folks with the lower income are being pushed out to like clayton county they're getting pushed outside the city so we we, we see that that demographic push of, of folks you say you got being a community right so it's getting yeah. pushed to the south side right what happens when you get put to the south side the real estate is <coughs> trying to get devalued so it's a right. whole big ugly cycle um you know that you that, know that, that we're fighting against the but main part thing, of that is the education. Right. So. So my next the next thing that I'm going into is 100 percent education, because I see education, like you said, is really powerful. I'm getting into the daycare business for a couple of reasons. The main reason is to, hey, listen, these kids have to see if they don't see, they don't know. Right. That's the first reason to where, hey, man, you know, you can have some sense of, of, of kind of who you are. You know what I'm saying?
0: Man, you got to get to them suckers when they're young. You're right. That's right. Going young. And then the second That's the long reason, game. That's the long game. That's
5: a long game, man. That's a long, steady game. And we can make a real impact with teaching our kids, hey, man. And all of all my daycare students, they're going to be on the south side. I'm going straight to Clayton County. Going to where. Because right now, these kids are getting left behind with not being in school. You know what I'm saying? It's an opportunity, really, to give back. Um, you know what I mean? So, again, start with us being on this call. What can we do? And the next people.
0: move is you gotta then start talking about putting schools in place, so that when the when the suckers come out of uh you know when they get out of the preschool, they got some place to go. Yep. Yeah. And I think, like you
6: said, you're on you're on you're on the point there. I think the education is, is the biggest key. You I'm can. into, and I, I think we are the only people who are responsible and who can teach our own kids. Um, you know, when it comes to our history, everything, all that means uh, something. And because yeah. you know when you when you teach your kids your their true history that they come from kings and queens that their history doesn't start with slavery um you know and that they were something before you know this you know mass you know uh this this mass uh transatlantic history. slave trade occurred or whatever. Then they have some sense of self, you know what I mean, and that's where it really starts. And then you you need folks. To, the teachers have to be able to care about the uh, the students, like you know. And you usually like don't you care see. about somebody who looks like you. And that's like what's the you greatest like thing about we were growing up. Exactly. So it's like just with HBCUs, there's we know that folks actually our teachers gave a shit about us. You know, we weren't just some number. And so. That's really what's going to have to happen on a grand scale, in my opinion, is that we're going to have to start opening up our own schools, teaching our own children, investing in our community. That is the only way that you're going to see some positive change. And it's going to be it's it's, I mean, it's a lot of digging that has to be done because, you know, we are so backward right now. I mean, um, from a community standpoint and even some of the culture that we have right now, it's just backward. And we've got it in order to get back on track. We've got to be able to look within, man. And uh, and it's going to take us the the talented 10th or whatever you want to call us. It's going to take one in
0: 10,000.
6: Right. To do that. It's going to take us. I mean, the boys was right, man. It, it's going to take those who are on top to lift as we climb. And 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 it's our responsibility. Otherwise, you know, what are we here for? What are we doing?
0: Like that nugget you dropped, uh, the crop. I like that. That's a good that's a good place to close it out, brothers. The house94.com, IG, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Check us out, leave your feedback, subscribe, like, all of that. Um, appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, glad to be back. Hopefully, next week I'll be on the mend and I'll be uh back at 100 percent Uh appreciate you guys, like I said, tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week with some more biting content. We out. Roo. Peace.